Bill, my brother and I, we used to fight in the pool all the time. <laughs> and, uh, pool fight. Yes, and my, fight. my mom got tired of it uh, because we were just kind of fighting over our part in the pool, and mom just told us, divide it in half divide it. and stay on your side. Yeah. yeah. Divide and, the water. Park the water. Yeah, and I picked the top half. <laughs> Is that how he got so he, he got so tall because you were on his shoulders? He had to be in the bottom half, yeah. and you you were on his shoulders. He was fighting to breathe. He won't, he won't get in the pool with me to this day. <laughs> That's a shame because what is he six foot seven or yeah, something? Yeah, he's like six four, six, four. and two yeah. twenty or something like that. I wouldn't mess with him in the water, you know. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that was about uh, you know dividing things, and so we're gonna kind of. Talk about dividing things Division. up and trying Division. to yeah. trying to what's the word bridge bridge the gap bridge too. the gap mind the gap <clears throat> yes <laughs> find the find the middle ground you know on certainly. today's wacky poem life and I was just thinking the other day Bill we have not said who we are we in are. some time well I've wondered who you who you who's sitting across from me I, I thought who is this yes. woman sitting across from me I forget me? yeah I don't forget who you are too <laughs> I'm kidding but uh, if there are people you know we're up to episode 38 maybe people are tuning in late do, in the game and we do yeah. want to become household names well, of so course. we should introduce ourselves probably yes. regularly you know you need to yeah. know what to call us so yes. I'm Sean Perkins I I started I founded and I direct the rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry where we're recording it and I'm Bill Guthrie, and I'm none of those noble titles. <laughs> I am a novice poet and someone that Sean has asked to take along for this ride, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Well, so. I asked Bill to co-host with me because he is witty and on the witty. spot and um, now, is a is a budding poet and loves poetry, and he's also a board member well, on the museum. You. And remember, I paid you that $20 to say these other yeah, things, so yeah. remember these and other compliments I gave you to that's say. That's right, and your next payment is due, by the way. <laughs> oh, dang. I forgot I, my wallet's kind of light. Behind. I'm behind. You're behind. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. So, so that's who we are, and and what we do. We started this podcast because in the in the in the museum, it's very interactive and low key, tech techy kind of like. It's it's you write on paper, with an actual pen or pencil. And Old you, school. And yeah. Old school. And you leave yeah. your your missives, your poems, your notes. In the museum, uh, based on prompts usually, and then we pick one of those to talk about. Yes, for yeah. this podcast, choose one and and dissect and yeah. and analyze and elaborate mm-hmm. and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, you got the verbs going. I got on. them going got on. The active verbs. There we go. In session, my my brain's kicked in. I've had some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so we're up, we're up to episode thirty eight. Uh, this episode's called Lesser Divide. Lesser Divide, and uh, it's about a a very short. A very short poem, one sentence poem, mm-hmm. which I didn't know could be a poem, but you've enlightened me that yeah. they can be one sentence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very interesting. Yeah, and it was written in um, in the in 2021. We put up our main exhibit was Oklahoma Wildflowers and Poetry, and a local artist, Sula Robertson, was very gracious in uh, giving us eight of her dandelion photographs that are just incredible. Go to wackypoemlife.com to see um, a picture of the wall that has our photographs on there. And the writing prompt is to write about something you wish, mm-hmm. because we wish upon dandelions. Mm-hmm. So. And that was her wish to wish for. I wish you know to wish for something. Yeah. Right. And she mm-hmm. she wished, and it's I as I've mentioned to you. I think it's a timely wish, especially today. Mm-hmm. Her wish is a timely wish. Yes. Uh, I, I I enjoy it. Shall today I today being what is today Ju- when we're recording July sixteenth? 
this is this is the 16th of yes. July, the middle of July, yeah. middle of an Oklahoma heat wave, oh and you gosh. know we're we're doing okay. Oh, gosh. Is it supposed to be 109 or something next week? It's like, are we going to yeah. all spontaneously combust oh, or something? Yeah, I'm kind of dreading. It's like, <laughs> here it comes, here comes the fire. You know, ooh. What are those plants? I, I actually want some divide in the coming days. I don't want anyone to get too close because it's it just gets too hot when you get you know. Yeah, we people, we, people crowd in. Yeah, keep your distance. <laughs> stay away. Body heat. For right now, stay away. Stay away. <laughs> Safe distance. <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoyed this little uh, poem. Shall I read it, Sean? Please. Okay. I wish for a lesser divide. And. Uh, I didn't. Did we? Mean, I didn't realize. But you know who wrote this? You mentioned. No, did, I don't. We don't. Also, it wasn't mm-hmm. Sula. It was part of that exhibit. Okay, we don't uh-huh. know. Who, we don't know who wrote this. But whoever wrote this wishes for a lesser divide. I assume it's a person of a certain age, which you all would know this too if you go to our website and see the photo of it, because it's written in cursive. And cursive, <laughs> you know, there is a division yeah. uh, in, in cursive writing. Younger yeah. people simply do not write in cursive. No. You know. They probably tend to want to tap it out, and it's like on on a keyboard, mm-hmm. more than likely. Yeah. But cursive writing, or just block print it. Do they teach cursive writing any longer? I don't think they do in a that, lot of places. That is uh, uh, not good. It would drive me crazy uh, because right. whenever I have to handwrite something, I have to do cursive. It just takes too long to print it. Is that going to be the future of like? <laughs> are they going? Are cursive writers going to become the Navajo code talkers of the future? <laughs> I don't know. You know what is this ancient script? Well, you know, yeah. uh, you know, I taught and quit and taught and quit and taught and quit over the. <laughs> Years and the last time I taught, I had I had gotten to where I had to write my comments on papers, in print because they couldn't read it in cursive. My, yeah, they I couldn't. Know. Read and cursive. I didn't like that because it takes too long. Yes, like I said. But anyway, so back to back. our one line okay. poem. Right. I wish for a lesser divide. Right. Wish for a lesser divide. I love the idea, lesser divide. You know, this is a person who realizes we're not going to solve all of our problems quickly. We're not right. even going to be able to solve them entirely. But could we have a lesser divide? Yeah. Could we compromise, meet mm-hmm. in the middle, have a lesser mm-hmm. heated, you know, uh, division? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it can yeah. be for anything. I mean, this, this is a, it is one line. It's, it's pretty abstract. But you can get an image in your head yeah. whenever you... You read it yeah. when you hear it. I mean, you listeners at home, you probably got an image in your head of some kind of division mm-hmm. whenever Bill said the, the poem, the line. And you mentioned to me recently that looking at looking physically at what, what was written, it was written at the top of the paper as if it was going to be continued. But maybe someone said, I wish for a lit. When they, when they wrote it, maybe they reread it and thought, this is good. Yeah. Let's leave this. I'm going to end it here. I'm going to end it here. Yeah. It's written on a 3 by 5 index card, and so the line is written across the very top. Yeah. So there's all that blank space underneath, which, again, you know, it makes you think the person was going to write more and decided, I'm going to leave this to you. Yeah. What you know, the less, is, less is more sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's not like some kind of great poetry or anything like that, but it does do what poetry does, which it does make you question an yes. idea yeah. and pursue it, hopefully, you know, a little bit further yourself. And see whether someone else might share the same wish. Does someone else also see what I'm seeing or experience mm-hmm. what I'm experiencing and maybe wishing for the same? Mm-hmm. Are we? Is there a kinship here? Um, I, I personally wish for a lesser divide in, on many things. Yeah, you know, from from family division to political division to 
uh, global division. Yeah. You know, we, we're seeing that uh, uh, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the word divide, as my um, lover, the online etymology <laughs> dictionary <laughs> tells me, <laughs> comes from uh, um, well, you know, divide the the prefix of it. It's a living prefix, by the living. way. A living prefix. That, that uh, my lover tells me. Living. I guess that means that we're still using it as it was originally meant, uh, but it just means apart, D-I-S, apart, mm-hmm. or, you know, you use D-I-S or D-I-V at the beginning of the word because you're negating something, mm-hmm. and so divide is is to separate apart. It's kind of redundant, isn't it? The, the D-I-S means apart, and then uh, that's the root of it, and the other root is vidir, which mm-hmm. means to separate. Yes, like assemble, so, disassemble. Yeah. Take apart. Yeah. Correct. Take apart apart. Take apart apart. Take it apart. <laughs> to separate, it. distinguish. And uh, so, you know, there's there's good reasons to divide. You do want mm-hmm. to distinguish between things. You do want to divide things up um, evenly sometimes. And uh, and then we're talking about the noun, though. I wish for a lesser divide. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit different. Yeah. And you had asked me recently what image came to my mind when I was thinking when the, when I read this, and mm-hmm. I told you I, uh, it was the Grand Canyon because yeah. uh, I think of a, divi- a massive division, you know, two a large chasm and with with a divi- uh, two separate sides. Mm-hmm. I thought of something. Also, uh, another thing that reminds me of this is traveling to my home in New Mexico um, on I forty. There is a continental divide, and it's where the, the United States, it's kind of like where the, the peak of uh, the, the Rocky Mountain Range kind of divides the continental United States, and it's called Continental Divide. And ever since I was a child, I thought, wow, am I going to be traveling to the top of a mountain and down? Well, you don't. You hardly even notice it. But it is Continental Divide, and it's where the continental shelf divides the continental United States. It's a little bit, oh, how do I say, anticlimactic? But it, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but still, yet it reminded me of. You asked me what I thought about continental divide, and I, there okay. is there, there is a truck stop there, and you can eat at the continental so, divide. At, at the continental divide. Uh, maybe it's a Stuckey's, the old-fashioned Stuckey's. I don't know. Not not the greatest food or coffee. You can get no. a nice pecan log. No, but I bet there was quite the blending of people in the that's continental true. divide that restaurant, true. wasn't there? There's a nice blending because that's a well-traveled highway. You, you do see quite a cross section of, of of all all kinds of people. Truck stops Correct. and restaurants. Oh. Well, Well-traveled highways are are great blending of people. And we are actually drinking a little bit of a blend today in honor of talking about a lesser divide. Yes. Yeah, we've got a little bit of wine from – what's that say? It's from California. Yes, it's from California, and it's um, Akiyoshi. Akiyoshi. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, circa circa 19, 2019. Yeah. And uh, very pleasant. And I brought some water, so we're turning water into wine. Yeah. Right. Do, do you know what a house divided is? House divided probably is on like a uh, hip, yeah, I, on some hill in California in a mudslide. It's a duplex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fell right into that one. Literally fell into it. Do you know how you divide the Roman Empire into? Uh, Roman, you flip a coin, heads or tails. You know, uh, Caesar or or or. Uh, I'm I'm close. You're getting close. I'm getting close. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hail, hails and Caesars. It, you divide it with a pair of uh, uh, Caesars. Oh, Caesars. <laughs> Caesars. Oh, my. I'll do that.
<laughs> yeah, I don't let Bill get close to the soundboard. So it's always he, out of reach. He has to make <laughs> it's just out of reach. He yeah. has to make the sound effects on his own. <laughs> you shall not touch thy soundboard. There's a divide in our table, isn't there? Is there is kind of a divide. There is a divide. Yeah. Division. <laughs> Your stuff's up. We got a lot of stuff on the table today, too. We do. And uh, I should probably take a picture of this to show people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, organized chaos. <laughs> There are two kinds of people, Bill. Two. Uh huh. Just two. Just two. Just Pe- two. People who divide people into two kinds of people and people who don't. <laughs> <laughs> are you a divider That's or a all uniter? Of us. That's all of us, ain't it? That's ain't all it? that. It is. Or as my friend Louisa says, ain't it? Ain't it? Yeah. You know, ain't, ain't is a, ain't is a quite a poetic term, or it, it's used in stories quite a lot, and it's it is. very acceptable. We say it a lot. Ain't yeah. I ain't gonna do that? <laughs> nope. You have to use it sometimes. Yeah. Well, so I was thinking about we we're going to do this one line poem, and I, that poem has been hanging up in the museum for over a year. You know, year and a half or mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. and I just kept bypassing it because it was one line. You know, but we've done episodes on. Two words. Two words. And um, so I thought, well, it's time. And then, then I was looking around at one-line poems, and I found um, – I was familiar with this guy, but I wasn't familiar with this poem. It's called 31 Liners, and it's by a guy named Joe Brainerd. And the reason why I knew him he's, – he's been dead a while, but he uh, grew up in Tulsa. Okay. And okay. Uh, he – which is not very far from us here where we're recording. He was actually born in Salem, Arkansas. I didn't know there was a Salem, Arkansas. But they, I, yeah, uh, they moved early to Tulsa, and he went to school with John, Ron Paget, who's another uh, wonderful poet, was what Joe Brainerd became too. And, and Brainerd was also an artist of pretty well known. And they and a couple friends, Dick Gallup, Ted Berrigan, Patricia Mitchell, they started the White Dove Review, which was a literary journal when they were at the University of Tulsa. And it was one of the, you know, kind of a premier late 60s, early 70s art and literary magazine. Really cool. But he lived most of his life in New York City. But anyway, he has a poem. It's called 31 Liners. And it's, it's kind of long. I'm just going to read a few of them. Yes, yes. To inst- okay. Get your, get your right. thoughts get on them. Thought. All right. uh, one is called Winter. More time is spent at the window. Yes, perfect. <laughs> and that, that is very true. You know, bird feeders, snow, watching the snow, look, you know, because uh-huh. more confined. And I like that because, and to me, that's poetic because if somebody asks you to, to write one line about winter, that is not the line you would write. No. You know, you would write something descriptive of the snow, snow or, the, or, you know, yeah. how it feels mm-hmm. or being warm inside. You would not say, more time has been at the window. More time has been at the window. Yeah. Yeah. Very image evoking. Another yeah. thing that I think poets do is they, they take a familiar subject and have you look at it in a way like, oh, yeah, that's extremely yeah. familiar. I've done Yet, that. Yet, I would that. not have thought of Correct. it in that way. Yeah. Stores. Stores. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, true. You know, some people need bed bug killer. Some people don't. <laughs> You're not talking about our little town. No, heavens okay. no. Uh-uh. Never. <laughs> the four seasons. The four seasons of the year permit us to enjoy things. Yes. Yes. Well, and enjoy the- different things. You know, and people love classifications and divisions, and and uh, or you know, so you can kind of have ways to, um, I don't know, find things to celebrate and to. Uh, it, it is an interesting uh, d- division, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, teachers love 
seasons because mm-hmm. they're able to teach about them or have this segment or this semester and this. Mm-hmm. And, and talk about things you can enjoy in the different seasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one-liner is the uh, the ocean. Foamy waves washed ashore treasures as a sacrifice to damp sand. Yeah, yeah. Washing up and uh, leaving some offerings. The ocean leaves offering yeah. shells and sea glass and all kinds of things. Yeah, which yes. we think of treasure, treasures, you know, as, as the things that ocean uh, that the waves bring up, but not necessarily as a sacrifice yeah. to the sand. Yeah. So another really neat poetic idea. And I think that um, is it seems to be human nature to walk along a seashore and find what has washed up and and and, and collect. Yeah, I know there's a beach somewhere that has nothing but tumbled sea glass, and they ask you not to pick it up because it's gorgeous and it's different colors of glass. But it's such a fun thing to take a, a child along the seashore and find things to collect. Mm-hmm. How magical is that to spend the morning collecting things? Which is yeah. a place, because we're talking about it, to go with our poem here, that is a place where there is a border, where there is a divide. There is a divide. Where all kind of treasures exist that we'd love to explore. It's a magical divide. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. The divide between land and water. That's exactly right. Is one that we love. One more. Money. Okay. Money. Money Ooh. will buy a fine dog. Money will buy a fine dog. No doubt. Especially those, those French bulldogs are dang expensive. You know, you look at $3,500 or, you know, our best offer. It's like, ooh, I think I'll go down to the pound and see which one needs my attention and, and, and save it. So I love those uh, one-liners. That's, that's a poem, 31 liners by Joe Brainerd. And you can learn more about him and his poetry and his art on joebrainerd.org if you want to. Nice, nice, yeah. yes. So yeah. just a little lesson in the one-line poem. One-liner. I, uh, one-liners are, are – um, I get, get them confused with haiku, but I, it's nice to know one li- nice one-line uh, thought can be a poem. That's yes. a nice thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bill. Yeah, it's uh, that what, time what? in the show. Oh, you startled me, Sean. Yeah, we're okay. going to do something new and different because you gave me the idea last time. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's Poetry Court. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I planted the seed and it germinated in Sean's brain, and I can see the vines coming out of her ears. Poetry Court. As soon as you said that phrase last episode, and I don't even remember how it came up. Should we copyright that? Have we, you know, Poetry Court? We might court? need to. Right. Yeah. You know what? I think I already looked online to, for poetrycourt.org, and nobody had it taken. All right. So. It's anyway. ours. Stay away from it. <laughs> anyway, I got my gavel. Ow. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm me. ready to go. Right. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear now ye. comes the trial of the state of poetry versus, versus the poem forever. Oh. In the Southern District of Wacky Poem Life under the jurisdiction today of Judge Sean Perkins. Uh-oh. The charge before the defendant in this case is murder in the first degree, <laughs> Mr. Guthrie. Oh, I'm the defending. I'm the. I, I'm the. I'm the defending attorney here. Yes. So, yes. Uh, Bill, today, Bill has. To, we'll switch roles. Mm-hmm. You know, if this works out, and if it's not just totally insane, but or maybe if it is well, totally insane, it works. It, We're going to switch the roles. The more insane, the more it works. Yeah, you get to be a judge next time, and okay. I have to be the Ooh, attorney. Yeah. So we find an anonymous um, poem online, or maybe not anonymous, but we don't say the person's name, which has committed a variety of poetry crimes, and we're in court now. In court. All quiet. Yes. All right. And this quiet. client, this client who wrote forever, has chosen to waive his jury trial and adhere to the decision of the judge. Oh, my, Sean. That yeah. sounds okay. All right. So now comes the reading of the said criminal offense, okay. the poem itself. The poem itself. Forever. Can't stay young forever. Be in love Forever. 
remain rich forever, but in the end, I know I'll be myself forever. Uh, <laughs> Order in the cart. Order in the cart. There's people in the background throwing up. Where's the barf bag? <laughs> <laughs> there are a number of crimes that this that this poem has John, committed, and like poem. I say, uh, Judge Perkins, this is a beautiful poem. <laughs> Because this is all true. Uh, justify yourself. What is your evidence? Well, because it's the factually true. We cannot stay young forever. We cannot be in love forever. We cannot remain rich forever. But we'll be ourselves forever. Is this not true facts? Are these not true facts? Well, facts have to have some sort of poetic impetus behind them, though, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but still yet. I mean, there's a, there's I, punctuation burglary here. There's uh, not a single ob- piece of punctuation. Objection. You did not mention punctuation and fractions when you when you when you brought up the, <laughs> the the criminality of this work. This is treason against poetry. Treason. Can't stay young forever. Be in love forever. Are we seeking the death penalty here? This is murder here? of are we poetic see- are inspiration. Are we seeking the death penalty here? Should I should I in, in, you know sort of beef up my defense here? Okay, I need to stop and allow you to try and defend this further. I think that this uh, is an honest attempt to be uh, uh, to be. Uh, <laughs> Universal in, in theme. Nice try. Um, uh, I, I think that this these are uh, are facts that again, as I say, are human uh, human uh, uh, human in, uh, traits that are actually factual. Are these lines or are these traits and truths and and phrases ones that you've well, heard before? Do uh, I have not heard these? How in, many trillion in times have you heard them? It depends on how many annuals I've looked at and how many <laughs> how many you know inscriptions I've read. But you know, surely this is perpetuating language fraud. Let me bring up: Can you not stay young? Is it true you cannot be young forever? True. Can you be in love forever? No. Can you remain rich forever? Uh, probably not. Uh, can you be yourself forever? Unless you, you know, I'm. I'm okay, sir. T- but what is the difference between saying those lines and just you know just saying them in a poem? I think that this person uh, is benign in their in, in their attempt to try to be universal. I think they're genuinely trying to be. Uh, uh, the person who wrote the poem is not on trial. It's the poem itself that's oh, on poem, trial. Uh, you, I stand corrected. <laughs> uh, right. But in, in spite of all of these, I think this would be a, a nice inscription in, in under a yearbook uh, a photograph. And I think it, young people would find it endearing. So I think there is some, there is some somewhat, there's some adolescent merit here, I believe. I see. I see. Am I making any that, headway? That, that is a very worthwhile attempt okay. at a defense. Oh my! I, I feel like poem. I need to pat myself on the back. However, oh my gosh, it is not sufficient. That was my finger, Sean. It is not sufficient. Okay. Not sufficient. <laughs> this poem is still trafficking in cliches and abstract language and pointless repetition. Now, there is a place for repetition. We all know how a poem you recited once before ends. By the great Robert Frost. Yes. Miles to go before I sleep. Miles, Miles to, to go, go before, before I sleep. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. So there, there is a, a use of repetition in poetry that is not illegal, amoral, unjust. <laughs> but are there any are, are there any in this in this poem that are uh, merit any sort of uh, reconsideration? No. Oh. The court oh. has oh. decided. <laughs> The court, okay. the court has decided that this poem forever is guilty is it, of the crimes are you ba- as are you charged. Banishing this poem f- forever. <laughs> this poem is banished, banished, in the words of Shakespeare, from the interwebs, interwebs, and the webs. English language, 
My. And the poetic district of Wacky Poem Life under the jurisdiction of said judge. I feel like we should have a shredder on the table and we should shred something and just for that Let's for that do, sound for that sound effect. Or a lighter. <laughs> That's gonna set off the smoke alarm. <laughs> Bailiff Mark has just entered the room. Does Mark have a lighter? No. Okay. No lighter. Well we we could have we could have set it on fire. You then, got it lighted. Order. Order in the court. Have you noticed when you bang the gavel everything just goes deaf? <laughs> We we all lose our minds. <laughs> okay, I, I I think we've we've made our point. I think we made our point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Poetry I, court is adjourned. Are we adjourned? Session is now adjourned. Adjourned. All yes. rise. Well, yes. honorable. Lead the poem to it, its banishment, please. Um, uh, yeah, I need some. Oh my! Where where are the handcuffs? <laughs> that was my homework, Sean. You just crumbled up here. <laughs> Oh my! I think this will continue. I look forward to tr- for you trying to defend a poem. I know. Yeah. I actually, Bill, you did a pretty good job. Did I? You really did. Okay. Yeah, you came up with all kinds of things that that could have justification <laughs> I been, I been for that. Dang poem. good attorney. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's a horrible poem, so that was pretty pretty tough for you to okay. do. Okay. All right. That's what I do. <laughs> I try to to do, to defend the indefensible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so tell us what you all think. Yeah. Yeah. Send us a send us a comment, a, a message, an email, and tell us which one might have if I might have made more of an impact than I thought I did. Oh yeah. What more you, could Bill you, have done? You were you were fairly judged. Sway Judy. the judge. You were fairly judged, Judyish. <laughs> you were not having it. I feel like you were going to throw this lace collar in my face or something. Yeah. And it's hot, and the air conditioning's not working very well, and I'm sweating, and it's hot in here. Yeah. And my gavel's all wet. Oh my. From my sweaty hand. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> And also send us your one-line poems if you want. Or come to the museum. We're getting ready to put up an exhibit called 21 Tip. 21 yeah. Tip? Where mm-hmm. did I get that? It's not 21 Tip. It's 15 Tip. 15 Tip. Themes, Tw- <laughs> themes and poetry. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard enough getting now, 15 did you come, up. Did you come up with themes and poetry tip? Did you come up with that tw- 15 Tip? I did. Well, that is very cool. Well, thank you. You know, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it elicits conversation it's going to be a very strange and and wonderful exhibit and there'll be lots of opportunities for you to come in and write a poem especially if you would be interested someday in having your poem as our topic of discussion now we won't take it to court no 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 we won't (laughs) rest assured but there are going to be some good poems uh from this exhibit i feel yes yes which will be in in some upcoming episodes of this this podcast so you all Help us out. Keep sharing the word. Um, share us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all those other places that that I have never even figured out. Spread the word. Yes, <laughs> and if you yeah, let us know what you think. We appreciate you. Bye, guys. Bye.